0: The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com. And hello again, wrestling fans. Uh, it is a wonky week for me, uh, but I want to welcome you to this week in history. We are looking at the week of September 17th to the 23rd normally this would be on a thursday would have been on the 23rd of september but i had a flood at my house and life has just been so crazy so i want to thank you to for joining me on this delayed version of this week in history whether you're watching on stitcher spotify iHeartRadio, radio or anywhere else you get your podcast from that should be listening to or watching on youtube or facebook we definitely appreciate your uh, patronage sorry for the delay once again And you can always catch us on the Johnners Podcasting Network and even download the app. There's tons of uh, different uh, podcasts to listen to. Over 40 uh, channels, I believe, we're up to on the Johnners Podcasting Network. And it's from the UK, Canada, United States, and everywhere else. So join us over there and, uh, yeah, enjoy podcasting. We uh, all enjoy wrestling. you got different uh, genres that way. And... As you also saw, I want to thank CoolBet, stay cool, bet responsibly, wanting to sponsor all our shows on the Scumbags Network. So, thank you for joining us. We're delayed on shows, I get it. And uh, we're going to try and get on track. I talked to Steven and we're going to get the podcast going again also uh, next month. So, hold on and we're going to get back to life as we now know it. But let's check in with Jonesy, who's been the one creating their list for today. He's in Niagara Falls. How are you, Jonesy? I'm doing great. Great day outside. Uh, fall is definitely on its way. You can feel it in the air. Yeah, uh, definitely. London, uh, people who uh, are local or um, you know just been watching weather in Ontario, Got a little drench done uh, last Wednesday, and uh, basements started flooding in my neighborhood. So that was our uh, delay, and then contractors galore. Saturday, though, I did escape and go to uh, Strathroy for the debut show of Hammerlock uh, Pure Wrestling. And definitely get out there and support independent wrestling wherever you are. Not just in Ontario, but throughout the world. You know, the big guys have all their money from the corporates. But the hometown stuff is definitely where it's at. So if you get out there and support them, you might see them on the big guy uh, shows eventually. Mm-hmm. And some of the people that you
1: see in the indie shows are guys that have already been there.
0: Yeah. well, so, we... I mean,
1: you're not – when you go to an indie show, you're not getting all, you know, guys fresh out of a plant or something. You get a mixture of uh, – and it kind of reminds me when uh, – um, uh, um, the minor league baseball was, you know, you can see major league baseball, hockey, whatever. Some of their players are really good; others aren't. It's fun to watch good, good guys and bad guys as far as their in-ring ability come together. And uh, I always like the indie scene, and it's indie scene is the best for heckling. Yeah,
0: a lot of interaction going on there, and just uh, say it. Was, uh, all league wrestling, uh, a lot of those guys. You got Dark Order, Eva Luno and Stu Grayson, uh, Orange Cassidy, MJF, and uh, Sean Spears all performed here in London at different independent wrestling shows throughout the world and now are on things like Elite Wrestling or in WWE. So you never know when the next big star is going to happen. But we're here to talk about history. So that's right. September 17th through the 23rd of September. If you're ready, so am I
1: all right uh 39 years ago in kansas city missouri rick flair defeated dusty Rhodes to win the nwa world heavyweight championship for the very first time 34 years ago the WWF pairs gorilla monsoon and bobby the brain Heenan on commentary for the first time they would go to all go on to become one of the most iconic commentary teams ever yeah um, they're, they're one of my favorite uh commentating teams um definitely
0: yeah i would uh, if there was a mount rushmore i'm probably going to mention mount rushmore a couple times uh, here but if there was mount rushmore's for uh commentating teams you definitely have bobby and gorilla there probably having uh obviously king and jr and then uh maybe even vince and jesse plus then who knows where who the fourth uh, pairing would end up being but they're definitely one of the top four uh, or top three, definitely, uh, teams in all of wrestling.
1: Moving on, 25 years ago, WCW presented Fall Brawl War Games. On the card, we saw Johnny B. Bad defeat uh, Brian Pillman to become the number one contender for the WCW U.S. belt. Diamond Dallas Page defeated the Renegade to win the WCW World TV belt. Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray defeated Bunkhouse Buck and Dick Slater to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Arn Anderson defeated uh, his four horsemen uh, Cole Hart, Ric Flair. And the Hulkamaniacs, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger, Randy Savage, and Sting defeated the Dungeon of Doom, Kamala, Ming, Shark, and Zodiac, Wow, you talk about one side, in, uh, and of course this was in a War Games match, you talk about one side, the names, Hulk Hogan, Lex Luger even, he's a pretty big name, um, he may not be the most likable, but uh, Randy Savage and Sting. And then on the other side you have Kamala, who's probably the biggest star of, those, <laughs> of that team. Ming is good, but again, undercard guy, the Shark and Zodiac. Rejects from WWF,
0: good um, yeah, old you know, Earthquake and Brutus Barber Beefcake. So, and it's all guys that Hogan worked for, with, and that's kind of the uh, stigma that a lot of people put on the whole Hulk Hogan era, especially the beginning times uh, before he went uh, NWO. A lot of those guys that he battled, there was very few that were not opponents of his in WWE. And it's because maybe a trust issue or something, but he would always trust the guys that he already worked with as opposed to going against somebody new. I don't think he went against anybody new. Maybe Luger when he turned uh, heel, but also I think the first one was Sting, and that wasn't until I think Hogan turned heel that they Mm -hmm. finally had that matchup. So it took a long time for Hogan to go against somebody that was not a former New Yorker. 20 years ago, WCW held their final fall brawl. Uh,
1: 8,634 were in attendance, and only 75,000 homes uh, watched in pay-per-view. Uh, the main event for that night was Booker T defeating Kevin Nash in a steel cage match to win the WCW World Heavyweight
0: Belt. Yeah, who knows how many that uh, was at that time. That was probably number three, I would guess. That was five. Oh, okay. Wow.
1: Uh, 19 years ago, on Raw is War, the Deadly Boys uh, defeated the Brothers of Destruction, Undertaker and Kane, to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. 15 years ago, Ring of Honor presented Glory by Honor 4. The show is noted for the return of Brian Danielson after quitting the company earlier in the year. And Brian Danielson would go on uh, to defeat James Gibson to win the
0: ROH World Belt. Yeah, I believe that's uh, Jamie Noble that ah. uh, would be uh, that combination. So, Brian Danielson against Jamie Noble for that match. 14 years ago, WWE
1: presented Unforgiven. The, the show featured the first match to use a newer version of The Hell in the Cell, taller and more spacious. And the final match of Trish Stratus's uh, Trish Stratus as an active competitor, Johnny Nitro defeated Jeff Hardy to retain the WWE IC belt. The Generation X Michaels and Triple H defeated Shane McMahon and Vince McMahon and The Big Show in the handicap Hell in a Cell match. Triple uh, Trish Stratus defeated Lita to win the WWE Women's Championship. And the main event, John Cena defeated Edge in a TLC match to win the WWE Championship.
0: Yeah, pretty good uh, card there, uh, especially seeing some of those uh, names that are uh, there and where they've uh, gone since. And, um, yeah, just uh, with the next one, um, why don't you use that one as uh, happy 60th birthday to uh, James Mark Cornette, a.k.a aka uh, Jim Cornette that's uh, another one where I was uh going to say uh with Mount Rushmore's he's definitely on there as top three managers of all time uh probably along in no particular order with uh Heenan and uh Paul Heyman so you have a nice little write-up of uh Mr. Cornette's uh, life there
1: yes uh he broke in at the age of 14 working as a photographer Uh, ring announcer, magazine correspondent, and in public relations. At uh, 21, Cornette became a rich kid who was an awful manager who would get fired after every match. His fortunes would turn, however, in 1983 as he would become the manager of the Midnight Express. It was during this time he honed his gimmick as being loud and brash and uh, brandishing a loaded tennis racket. He would go on to NWA, WCW as a manager commentator, founded Smoky Mountain Wrestling in 91, and it would shut down in 95. Uh, Corny in 1993 joined the WWF and had a working relationship with them. He'd serve as a manager, color commentary, and booker. Later, uh, Cornette would become the lead booker and part owner of the WWF developmental territory, Uh, Ohio. Ohio Valley Wrestling, which was run by Danny Davis, uh, he has been credited with developing Kane, D'Lo Brown, Sonny Al Snow, and in the early two thousands, uh, helped John Cena, Randy Orton, and Brock Lesnar. Cornette would uh, continue in the business, and of course, it can be found on his podcasts,
0: which he has what
1: three or four of them.
0: Uh, there's uh, two. There's the experience and the drive-through. Um, a lot of times uh, he's either taking uh, questions or reviewing uh, shows. Um, yeah, kind of uh, out there. I know our uh, friend Stephen is a huge uh, Jim Cornette uh, fan and even has the Jim Cornette uh, merchandise uh, to go along with it. He is definitely one of those polarizing people. You either like him or not. He, because of his Southern uh Roots and old school, he is kind of a little backwards in some of his uh, current uh, politically correctness, uh, shall we say, because he ended up saying stuff that was taken the wrong way and lost his job with the NWA. But then you have basically those jokes he was
1: making, he was making 20 years ago.
0: Yeah, and don't fire
1: him over that. No, they should suspend, sure, but fire, come on.
0: Yeah, and then you have things like uh, over in OVW, unfortunately he has heat with guys like uh, Boogeyman, who he definitely did not like that whole gimmick. He ended up uh, slapping uh, Anthony Corelli, a.k.a. Uh, Santino Morella. So there's a lot of uh, personal animosity that way. So like I said, he's polarizing. He He's got some rich knowledge and great ideas of how Places should be booked compared to the uh, Cirque du Soleil, Mickey Mouse, uh, Disney World style of wrestling that certain mm-hmm. companies are doing. But um, you know, at the same time, he's a little out of touch. So you got to take a coronet with the good with the bad. And I listen to his uh, podcast as well. Thanks to uh, Stephen uh, giving that. I would advice. definitely
1: like to go through his house.
0: Oh, yeah, he's got uh, definitely a lot of posters. Um, I've also heard him on his podcast talk about uh, the different dates and he'll pull out a book during it and flip to the exact date. August 23rd, 1983, I was doing this. He's documented so much. And even his uh, partner, Brian Last, uh, will pull out a card from somewhere in the U.S read what the card was without telling the location and Corny can pick it up where it was probably it was originating from and what year.
1: Yes, he definitely uh, has a great memory and uh, about the, the history of wrestling. We're moving on now, uh, September 18th, 65 years ago in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, the fabulous Moolah won a 13 uh, woman battle Royal lasting, um uh, last eliminating Judy Grable uh, to win the vacated NWA World's Women's Championship. Mula would hold on to the championship for 28 years, and this championship would become the original woman's title in the WWF after they split from the NWA. Because she had issues with promoter Billy Wolf, who had... uh, uh, Who had plenty of stroke with the NWA at the time, Moolah was not immediately recognized as the champion. The WWF Women's Champion would serve as the company's oldest title until its retirement in 2010.
0: Yeah, and there's a uh, lovely dark side of the ring uh, episode that uh, doesn't put Moolah in the greatest of light. uh, Ended up,
1: you know what? Similar to, say, Oprah, um, the kind of business that she does, there's certain things that have been very questionable about her over the years. Um, to be a big mogul, unfortunately, there's going to be some shady stuff. And and also the time. Look at the time, Moola. I mean, that was, you could get away with a lot more than you could today.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. And, uh, you know, different times and things don't age well, like we just we talked about corny.
1: But women's wrestling has sure changed over the last uh, 30 years. Going from moolah and then 20 years later, you, you've got you know, the cat, Sable, and all of them. And so 31 years ago, WWF taped the 28th edition of Saturday Night's main event. Uh, it would not air until October 13th. On the show, they taped a brother love segment that involved the blinding of Jake the Snake Roberts due to Rick Martell spraying him with arrogance body spray. On the card, Randy Savage defeated Dusty Rhodes by count out. During the match, Ted DiBiase and Virgil sat on either side of a fan that was later introduced as Dustin Rhodes, son of Dusty Rhodes. After the match, the Rhodes family, Ted DiBiase and Virgil came to blows and Dustin was left in a bloody mess
0: my boy my boy no no i always remember that uh, dustin being cradled by dusty and no as they went to commercial great great stuff back then
1: and hulk hogan and tugboat defeated rhythm and blues greg valentine and the honky-tonk man by dq 27 years ago wcw presented fall brawl war games The show featured the final appearance of Ricky the Dragon Steamboat in WCW Ring. He uh, was forced to forfeit the WCW United States Championship uh, due to a back injury. Steamboat would be fired via FedEx, the good old WCWA, after the pay-per-view. Shocking. Oh, yeah. I bet you. Oh, man. You see, you work for a company like WCW. You see a FedEx guy coming yeah, probably start shaking in your boots. Johnny B. Bad defeated Lord Steven Regal to win the WCW World TV belt. Kevin Sullivan defeated Cactus Jack as a result of the loss. Cactus Jack was forced to leave WCW. Steve Austin defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW US uh, Heavyweight Championship via forfeit. Hacksaw Jim Duggan defeated Steve Austin in just 35 seconds to win the WCW United States Heavyweight Championship. Horrible. That's right. Jim Duggan. And Team Rhodes, the Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags, Dusty Rhodes and and Dusty Rhodes defeated the Stud Stable, Terry Funk, Arn Anderson, Funkhouse Buck, and Colonel Robert Parker in a War Games match.
0: Yeah, I remember the build-up on this one uh, especially, and it was kind of uh, mirrored when uh, AEW did uh, Dustin and uh, Cody, but this was when Um, Dustin, and was turned on by Aaron Anderson, and Dusty came to him and was like, the road's are family, and all I want from you right now is just a hug and a kiss, steal the deal, baby, and they (laughs) hugged and all that, and then they went to a bar and got the nasty boys to join their uh, side, and then, if I recall right, Ming was also the bodyguard of the stud stable, and this one ended after the match happened. There was a moment where a wooden folding chair got used uh, to take out Ming or attempt to take out Ming, and it got cracked over his head and just hung around his neck because he no-sold the whole thing. Yeah, I think he uh, was wrestling with it around his neck for a bit, wasn't he? Yeah, that was after the show because he wasn't part of that uh, match. He was a bodyguard uh, with the Stud Stable.
1: Uh, 26 years ago, on Monday Nitro, the American males, Marcus Alexander Bagwell and Scotty Riggs, defeated Harlem Heat, Booker T, and Stevie Ray to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. 19 years ago, at an NWA TNA Weekly pay-per-view taping in Nashville, Tennessee, America's Most Wanted James Storm and Chris Harris defeated Brian Lee and Ron Harris to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship.
0: Yeah, they, the weekly shows that TNA had uh, were just, I believe, a nine ninety nine pay-per-view uh, as their TV show for two hours. And some of the guys that were there were former WCW guys and future WWE guys because you had uh, people like CM Punk come out of there before going to, um, Ring of Honor and, uh, OVW. Eventually you had, uh, Alexis Larky, which was, uh, then Mickey James came from over there and, you know, they've had quite the history. It's just the bad management of mm-hmm. the company because they know that they've lasted this long through their history, going all the way back, uh, 19 years. But they're a number two, well, we're number two for a little bit, but now are a questionable number four company behind Ring, kind of of like Honor behind Ring of Honor and AEW. But, yeah, they have such good potential, but not able to cash in on it.
1: That's why sometimes just watch the wrestling and ignore the storylines and all the other garbage because the X Division, especially – in its first five to ten years that division is amazing somewhere i have a dvd that is um their top x division matches and it's one of the best dvds that i've seen as far as every match is amazing
0: yeah and that's the uh, main thing that unfortunately some people get hung up on depending on what they're looking for with their wrestling a lot of times even with the WWE and stuff like that their storylines getting into the matches honestly suck. And sometimes the finishes are horrible. There was even a bad finish I uh, heard from last night's um, Extreme Rules match. But between the bells before those wonky uh, finishes, there's some really great action. And people just need to appreciate that sort of uh, aspect of the company, that whichever company they're and, watching. Yeah. And WWE is more
1: about the Flash than a lot of the other stuff. Yeah, That's what you're paying for. You're paying for the big sets uh, and the professional look of the show. Exactly. 16 years ago, WWE presented Unforgiven. Ric Flair defeated Carlito to win the WWE Intercontinental Championship. Matt Hardy defeated Edge in a steel cage match. Lance Cade and Trevor Murdoch defeated Rosie and the Hurricane to win the World Tag Team Championship. And Kurt Angle defeated John Zena via DQ in a WWE championship. Yeah, and
0: unfortunately, the world got graced with Kerwin White. Oh, man. Uh, But, you know, uh, unfortunately, with Eddie passing away a few weeks later, uh, that saved Chavo's career from being uh, Kerwin White. (laughs) Uh,
1: Awful, awful gimmick. Ten years ago, WWE presented Night of Champions. Mark Henry defeated Randy Orton to win the World Heavyweight Championship. John Cena would uh, defeat Alberto Del Rio to win the WWE Championship. And Triple H defeated CM Punk in a no-DQ match. And had Triple H won that night, uh, he would have been forced to step down as WWE CEO.
0: Yeah, and I think that's one of the things that uh, really... Uh, fueled uh, CM Punk's dislike is uh, everybody's thought of Triple H being over all the time and they have a bitterness between them Uh, just comments back and forth you had Cody uh, with his uh, face mask at a time where he was actually really good and could have been pushed up to a higher level and we're seeing it now in AEW but... Yeah, so much untapped potential there. Seven years ago, at an Impact taping, Bobby Roode defeated
1: Bobby Lashley to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. September 19th. 23 years ago, WCW presented a Fall Brawl War Games in Houston, Texas. Uh, This would be 1998. Lord Steven Regal defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW World Television Championship. Uh, wait a minute, 98? That can't be right. I no, bet you that's a little... I bet that's uh, 27 or 28 years ago. 1993. There you go, 1993. So we'll just say 1993. <laughs> uh, Lord Steven Regal defeated Ricky Steamboat to win the WCW World TV belt. The Nasty Boys, Brian Knobs and Jerry Sags, defeated Arn Anderson and Paul Roma to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. Rick Rude defeated Rick Flair to win the WCW International World Heavyweight Championship. And Sting, Davey Boy Smith, Dustin Rhodes, and the Shockmaster, Lucky Guy, defeated Sid Vicious, Vader, and Harlem Heat, at that time Cole and Kane, in a War Games match.
0: Yeah, I think it, uh, one of the original advertisements for this show was supposed to be Road Warrior Hawk um, in that uh, team with uh, Sting, but... He obviously didn't come, and then we end up getting Shockmaster and coming through the uh, wall. And even though the uh, gimmick here has him with that uh, sparkly uh, Stormtrooper mask there, I think when the match actually happened, they had switched him over to being a clumsy um, electrician. And so he came in with a uh, white shirt and a, uh, uh, I think, a white hard hat.
1: Yeah, and... Uh... And it's too bad because that guy, I'm telling you, in my opinion, he had the scariest looking drop kick. I just loved his drop kick. How he just straight shoot up, straight up and boing. Like that guy that big, being able to do that, that that, that was worth the mission.
0: Fred Ottman is definitely a talented guy. And uh, if you ever get to see him at a uh, meet and greet, he actually does sell shirts and they might even be on Pro Wrestling Tees. But he has the three faces of... Uh, uh-huh. Ottman, and you got him as tugboat, uh, Typhoon, and then uh, Shockmaster.
1: Yeah, I got to see him take on The Undertaker uh, years ago at the uh, gardens in uh, London. 12 years ago, Jerome Young, aka New Jack, missed his own retirement show due to an outstanding warrant. New Jack would end up being arrested a month later on aggravated assault charges after stabbing his opponent in a match over a dozen times.
0: Never saw that coming.
1: (laughs) 11 years ago, WWE presented Night of Champions from Chicago. Daniel Bryan defeated The Miz by submission to win the U.S. belt. Cody Rhodes and Drew McIntyre defeated the Hart Dynasty, uh, Tyson Kidd and David Hart Smith. The Usos, Santino Morella and Vladimir Kozlov, and Evan Bourne and Mark Henry in a tag team turmoil match to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. And Randy Orton defeated Sheamus, John Cena, Wade Barrett, Edge, and Chris Jericho in a six-pack elimination challenge to win the WWE Championship. Seven years ago, at an Impact taping, uh, Taryn Torrell defeated Havoc and Gail Kim to win the TNA Knockouts Championship. The Revolution Abyss and James Storm defeated the Wolves, uh, Davey Richards and Eddie Edwards, to win the TNA Tag Team Championship. And Loki defeated uh, Tiger Uno, DJ Z, and Manic in a four way match to win the TNA X Division Championship. Birthday, it's 36th birthday to former WWE uh, sideline reporter, play-by-play announcer and color commentator studio host Renee Young. Before the WWE, she was born Renee Paquette in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. The former child model tried improv comedy and even moved to Los Angeles at 19 looking to break through as a comedic actress. After moving back to Toronto, she would work for Canadian cable channel Byte TV as a presenter for Rippin' It, Lippin' It, and would spend three years with The Score. As a presenter for Right After Wrestling, the post-show for Monday Night Raw, which later was renamed Aftermath, alongside wrestling journalist uh, Orde. Arda, oh, oh my God! here oh, yeah, you say that word. Why can't I say that? Ocal, oh, right? Yeah, Arna Ocal. Ocal, oh, oh, I know it says I there. I know it's an L, but I can't even. Wow, that's a hard one to pronounce for me. And former WWE referee
0: Jimmy Corderas. Yeah, she uh, actually recently uh, left. I think about a, um, almost a year ago from WWE. But she's also married to John Moxley, uh, formerly Dean Ambrose. They just had a child. She put out a uh, cookbook uh, recently and also is um, doing her own podcast uh, called Oral Sessions. So uh, come a long way and not sure where she stands as far as uh, doing stuff uh, still potentially on occasion with WD, especially with her husband working for AEW or if uh, everybody's speculation of her eventually working for AEW will come to pass. Uh, She might still have a bit of a contract with Fox, and that's where they were doing the uh, WD backstage show that uh, CM Punk was actually an employee of Fox at the time and not uh, WD, even though they were criticizing WD and Booker T was on there and stuff like that. So, yeah, who knows where Renee will pop up next, but you can always hear her on oral sessions.
1: Moving on to September 20th, 36 years ago in Long Island, New York, 67-year-old Freddie Blassie would have his final match. He would lose to Captain Lou Obano, who was at at age 52, all in the confines of a steel cage
0: match. Yeah, I can find any footage on that. So I just have this lovely picture of uh, Freddie Blassie with Mean Gene.
1: Mean Gene. 28 years ago in Nagoya, Japan, Shinya Hashimoto defeated the great Muda uh, and uh, ended his 40-day run as champ and won the IWGP Heavyweight Championship. Hashimoto would break Muda's record with a 489-day reign spanning parts of 96 and 97. Moving on to ECW, twenty-four years ago, they presented "As Good as It Gets" from the ECW arena in Philly. Uh, the card is remembered for the matchup of Abdullah bl- 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 oh, Milgucardi defeating and bloodying up a Bill Alfonso. A lot of people say this is a, uh, that uh, it's like a highlight in ECW. Um, the backstory is more interesting than the match itself. Uh, the match really isn't very good, but it does show that uh, Bill Alfonso, even though he was uh, about to leave, was willing to put everything on the
0: line, and uh, that actually saved his job. Yeah. Heyman did have a uh, great way, and he still does, of creating good storylines, and that's what she's pointed out uh, leading into that match. Now, like you said, some of it, especially with it being ECW, was garbage wrestling in a bingo hall, but... Well, if fans were happy with uh, the final outcome and the culmination of the storyline between uh, Fonzie and Beulah, all well, great.
1: And the main event was uh, I, uh, the gangsters John Kronos and New Jack defeating the Dudley Boys uh, to win the ECW World Tag Team Championship. Twenty-four years ago today, WWF presented One Night Only uh, from Birmingham, England. The pay-per-view numbers were low as it was only available in the United Kingdom and Canada. The story behind this is Bret Hart used the clause in his contract to exclude U.S. viewers from being able to see the event. Um, Kind of an expensive uh, storyline to uh, to do it that way, but uh, Americans had to wait to watch it on VHS. Hunter Hearst Helmsley defeated Dude Love. Bret Hart defeated The Undertaker by DQ. Shawn Michaels defeated the British Bulldog to win the WWF European Championship and became the first Grand Slam champion in WWF history, winning all four available championships.
0: Yeah, I remember actually uh, recording this one off uh, TV uh, when it uh, debuted. Actually, I just saw the videotape uh, a couple of days ago uh, before having to, uh, unfortunately, remove a lot of my stuff thanks to flooding. But, uh, yeah, it was interesting that they had Shawn Michaels go over it as he did. I know they were building up towards Shawn and uh, Brett and the building of DX because that was when uh, Hunter, one of the first uh, times that they put Hunter and Shawn uh, together publicly. And I think um, maybe Rick Rude was uh, his first appearance was there. But what the bad part is, and it, unfortunately with being in wd and being in your hometown davey boy smith had an ailing sister at ringside and he still lost in front of her instead of having that feel good moment in front of your ailing sister so eh, but it definitely created a lot of heel heat for sean and triple h in the build to dx
1: 24 years ago in Kawasaki, Japan, uh, Devil Masami defeated Yoshiko Tamura uh, to win the WCW Women's Championship. She would be the promotion's final women's champion as the title was abandoned when the WCW-GAEA Japan working relationship ended.
0: Made it so worthwhile for Medusa to show up in uh, WCW (laughs) and dump the WWE title.
1: 23 years ago on Raw's war from Houston, Texas, the Rock and Sock Connection uh, defeated the Unholy Alliance, Undertaker and Big Show, in a dark side rules match to win the WWF Tag Team Championship for a second time. On the same episode, Vince McMahon vacated the WWF Championship only six days after defeating Triple H for the title. He also gets reinstated in the the company by Stone Cold Steve Austin in exchange for Austin being being the referee in the main event at Unforgiven that weekend. Also, Stephanie McMahon would make her in-ring debut in an intergender tag team match with Test and wins. 16 years ago on Raw from Tuscan, Arizona, Gene Sninsky delivers his signature line, It's wasn't my fault, which referred to Stinsky hitting Kane with a chair, causing him to bump into Lita and causing a miscarriage and Lita to lose her expected child. Yep, that was a storyline. Also on the same episode, Christy Hemi wins the 2004 Raw Diva Search and $250,000. Carmela de C-
0: Caesar was the runner up. Yeah, uh, and Christy Hemi is going to be working with. Uh... Gail Kim, to put together an all-women's event for uh, Impact Wrestling. So that's coming up. And I, she recently stepped away from wrestling uh, for a little while as she actually gave birth to quadruplets. Wow. She's a mother of five kids in total, but four all at the same time. Then you go back to uh, Snitsky, our greatest babysitter of all time, and you see this uh, picture here. Uh, after... Uh, he talked down to Lita, he'd actually turn around and punt that uh, doll into the crowd. Yep,
1: And that's a, uh, that's on the top 100 moments in um, raw history. Yep. 16 years ago at a SmackDown taping, Bobby Lashley made his WWE television debut, defeating Simon Dean in less than three minutes.
0: Actually I remember that uh weekend because um I think the uh, Smackdown was taped uh, ahead of time before this aired but then that same weekend he was in London at the mm. uh, the John Labatt Center doing a house show and that was the first time I had seen him. Yes, I was actually thinking that
1: uh um and actually uh Dean Malenko was uh there that day because uh where Uh, I don't know if we were sitting together, but where I was sitting uh, was right by the entrance. And in front of us was uh, where Dean Malenko and those guys would sit to watch the matches.
0: Yeah, we were by the entrance and I got a good shot, I think, of Bobby Lashley. Uh, I know I got a a good shot of uh, uh, Carmella, I think it was, and uh, even Batista. Yeah,
1: he—it's uh, he, one of those um, cliches where, if you've never seen a guy like Bobby Lashley live, he is much bigger than he looks on TV. Oh yeah, the guy is just uh, a walking wall. Seven years ago, TNA presented No Surrender. Sarita and Taylor Wilde uh, defeated the Beautiful People, Madison Rain and Velvet Sky, to win the TNA Knockouts Tag Team Championship. ODB defeated Cody Deaner to win the TNA Knockouts Championship. Beer Money Inc., James Storm and Robert Roode, and Team 3D defeated Booker T., Scott Steiner, and the British Invasion, being uh, Brutus Magnus and Doug Williams, in a lethal Lockdown match. And AJ Styles defeated Kurt Angle, Hernandez, Matt Morgan, and Sting in a five-way match to win the TNA World Heavyweight Championship. Ten years ago, Matt Hardy is arrested by the Moore County, North Carolina Sheriff's Office after a search warrant executed on his house found that he was in possession of antibiotic, antibiotic steroids and ecstasy.
0: One of my favorite combos. Can always rely on TMZ for a good mugshot oh, yeah. of anybody arrested.
1: Eight years ago, ROH presented uh, Death Before Dishonor uh, honor Adam Cole defeated Tomasa Champa in a ROH World Title Tournament semifinal. Michael Elgin defeated Kevin Steen in a ROH World Title Tournament semifinal. And Adam Cole defeated Michael Elgin to win the vacated ROH World Championship. WWE presented tonight the champions from Houston, Texas. Kevin Owens defeated Ryback to win the WWE IC belt. Charlotte defeated Nikki Bella by submission to win the WWE Divas championship. If Nikki was counted out or disqualified, Charlotte would have won the championship. John Cena defeated Seth Rollins to win the WWE United States championship. And Seth Rollins defeated Sting in his final WWE match to retain the WWE World Heavyweight Championship.
0: Yeah, soon after this, the butterfly belt would get uh, retired. uh, And Charlotte would be the last one to hold that. And uh, Sting actually takes responsibility for uh, taking the buckle bomb uh, improperly and causing his own uh, issues. Unfortunately, if you watch that after the buckle bomb, uh, he tried to get up and couldn't. They tried to do an Irish whip and he couldn't. So, yeah, sadly his uh, career ended. But, you know, time off ha- and being protected in AEW has allowed him to do, I think, three matches already with uh, Darby Allen as a tag team partner. But they're definitely protecting him. But he's also 60-some-odd years old. so I don't And know that's much-
1: where, you know what? AEW, they got some good matches and wrestlers, but I don't give a flying fig about them because they're just doing the same thing that others have done, using old stars and way past their prime.
0: And... They they know how to use their uh, some stars to their best ability because you know you have uh, people like the Brainbusters who are being there as managers. You have uh, Jake Roberts being used as a manager, and that's funny. Them- yeah. But then you're now throwing Sting out there and allowing him to wrestle. Meanwhile, he nearly broke his neck in a WWE ring by doing an accidental fall. And now Tony Khan's is just like, oh, do whatever. I don't know. Yeah, they, they get to play by different rules.
1: It's a happy 39th birthday to uh, Duluth Maria garvis Rivera's. Uh, AKA former Triple A star, Sexy Star. It's a happy 46th birthday to a Quintessential Stud Muffin Joe Gertner. He was definitely annoying, but he was also entertaining. It's a happy 57th birthday to Scott Hudson. Uh, Hudson would start with the Global Wrestling Federation in 1990 before joining WCW as a play by play announcer. He would join the WWF following the sale of WCW announcing with Arn Anderson during the Invasion Angle.
0: Yeah, you only actually, I think, got uh, to announce the one match with uh, Booker T and uh, Buff Bagwell because uh, they realized Arn wasn't that great on commentary either, and uh, Buff got uh, kicked to the curb because he didn't have the stuff. So right. Scott Hudson's uh, time was a little bit short, But he also had another career outside of uh, wrestling that he really wasn't interested in doing, staying with WD too long.
1: And it's a happy 63rd birthday to Martin Anthony Lund, Lund, a.k.a. the enforcer Arn Anderson. Wow, Arn's looking old there, but he looks like a healthy old.
0: Good old Marty Lundy. And he's actually been able to take a couple bumps, even though he can't hold a Coke can. Uh, in his one hand uh, still, and that's been well over uh, 25 years that that uh, ability has eluded him. Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, 22 years ago at a SmackDown taping in Texas, Triple H wrestles five times on the same show. Vince McMahon puts Triple H on the spot as he had to win the best out of five matches to hold his spot at the upcoming Unforgiven Pay-Per-View six-pack challenge match. The Big Show defeated Triple H in the Choke Slam Challenge. Uh, Triple H would then go on to defeat Kane in an Inferno match. The New Age Outlaws defeated the Rock and Sock Connection to win the WWF Tag Team Championship. Midian and uh, Viscera, who was substituting for The Undertaker, defeated Triple H in a two-on-one handicap casket match. Triple H originally won the match, but Shane McMahon amended the rules, forcing Triple H to put both men in the casket. Uh, Triple H would uh, defeat Mankind in a broiler room brawl. Chris Jericho defeated Ken Shamrock in a first blood match. This would be Shamrock's final belt for the WWF as he left the company to resume his MMA career. And then Triple H uh, would uh, win the uh, challenge because he defeated The Rock in a Brahma Bull bull rope match, giving him the three wins necessary to remain in the six-pack challenge at Unforgiven.
0: Yeah, if you listen to any of uh, JR's uh, podcasts with Conrad Thompson, I was asked about why Ken Shermark wasn't as big as he could have been. And a lot of it uh, was down to commitment. Uh, he just showed up late or wouldn't show up or, and Jared's like, you have to decide you're either with us or you're not. And after I think three strikes, they said, thanks for coming out Ken. And that's why he did return to MMA.
1: Interesting. 14 years ago in Philly, Xavier defeated Loki to win the ROH Championship. 19 years ago, uh, Ted Petty, a.k.a. Flyboy Rocker Rock, dies of a heart attack while traveling to an event in Philly. He was 49. 18 years ago, WWE presented Unforgiven. The Dudley boys uh, defeated La Résistance, being Rene Dupree and Sullivan Grenier. And Rob Conway in a two on three handicap tables match to win the World Tag Team Championship. Test defeated Scott Steiner. With the win, Test won the services of Stacy
0: Keebler. Good for him. His real life girlfriend at the time.
1: Oh, wow. Lucky guy. Uh, Kane defeated Shane McMahon in the last uh, man standing match. Al Snow and Jonathan Goachman defeated Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross. Uh, the win gave uh, Snow and Colchman the announcing spots for Raw, and no one won in that as far as the fans were concerned. Uh, Goldberg defeated Triple H to win the World Heavyweight Championship, and Goldberg's career was on the line. 17 years ago at ATNA Impact Taping, Christopher Daniels and James Storm defeated Chris Harris and Alex Skipper to win the NWA World Tag Team Championship. 13 years ago at a SmackDown taping, Carlito and Primo defeated Kurt Hawkins and Zack Ryder to win the WWE Tag Team Championship belt. Poofy hair. Seven years ago, WWE presented Knight of Champions. Some of the matches on the card Gold Dust and Stardust defeated the Usos to win the WWE Tag Team Championship. The Miz defeated Dolph Ziggler to win the WWE IC belt. AJ Lee defeated Nikki Bella and Nikki Bella, not Belly, and Paige by submission in a triple threat match to win the Divas Championship. And John Cena defeated Brock Lesnar uh, in a DQ in a WWE World Heavyweight Championship match. September twenty second, twenty five years ago, WWF presented in your house ten mind games. Owen Hart and the British Bulldog defeated the Smoking Guns to win the WWF World Tag Team Championship. Mark Henry, uh, in his in-ring debut, defeated Jerry Lawler. The Undertaker defeated Goldust in a Curtain Call match. And Shawn Michaels defeated Mankind by DQ to retain the WWF Championship.
0: Yeah, and this one, uh, Mankind actually, or McFoley, uh, just recently tweeted about uh, that match being one of his favorite matches of all times. Um, It was a different style uh, than what WD uh, was doing at the time. And uh, he also had uh, Shawn Michaels able to adapt to any style. In this case, instead of just the uh, high-flying rocker style that he had, he was able to do Mankind's brawling style. And it's one of the first times they also used a table at ringside, and uh, Mankind went through it. So, um, if you see it, it's definitely a different style for Shawn Michaels. And once again, like I said, uh, Mankind, Mick Foley says one of his favorite matches. Uh, obviously, not anything like the Hell in a Cell that uh, he had, but it's a highlight of his career.
1: 24 years ago, oh. WWE presented Raz War from MSG in New York City. This was the first Raw show at MSG, believe it or not. The show was highlighted by two of Raw's greatest moments, the WWF debut of Cactus Jack and Stone Cold Steve Austin stunning Vince McMahon planting the seed for the historic Austin-McMahon feud. Meanwhile, over on Nitro, the debut of Goldberg happened. Uh, He defeated Hugh Morris. And Disco Inferno defeated Alex Wright to win the WCW World Television Championship.
0: Yeah, that would start uh, Goldberg's oh and 70, 173, uh streak. Of course, they didn't count the three losses he had uh, in dark matches before uh, ever debuting on TV. So he technically was those ones
1: didn't count. That was like that was like um,
0: uh, uh, preseason mulligans. Yes. And of course, he had the worst ever uh, stunner given to uh, Vince Man for the first time, where he he kind of took it awkwardly and then convulsed on the uh, canvas. After
1: yeah, the convulsing is. But then again, you know McMahon overacts stuff, and and especially for that time, it, it just worked. Um, and you know what I don't think it would honestly I don't think it didn't that the stunner to me looked painful yes it looked sloppy but it looked painful
0: yeah it depends on who uh, takes it uh, and and Austin actually took out all four McMahons with a stunner five if you include Triple H because even Linda took a stunner over time oh Linda
1: 21 years ago, in his hometown of Armillo, Texas, Terry Funk defeated Lance Storm to win the WCW United States Championship. Funk held this belt way back in 1975 when it was known as the NWA Mid-Atlantic U.S. uh, um, Championship. Terry would lose the title the next night back to Storm. 19 years ago, WWE presented Unforgiven. Trish Stratus defeated Molly Holly to win the WWE Women's Belt. And Brock Lesnar fought The Undertaker to a double DQ for the WWE Championship. 17 years ago, Raymond Washington Trailer Jr., aka the Big Boss Man, was found dead in his home in Dallas, Georgia. He was only 41. A little bit on him. He was born in Dallas, Texas, With uh, was a prison guard in Marietta, Georgia. He began working in Jim Crockett promotions as an enhancement talent until head booker Dusty Rhodes saw potential in Trailer. He would be repackaged as Big Bubba Rogers, a silent but a violent bodyguard for Jim Cornette. He would leave and go to the WWF, repackaged as the Big Boss Man, and the rest was the history.
0: Yeah, he had a he had a really close relationship with uh terry Reynolds as well i think she gave he gave her away at one of her weddings hmm. uh and uh she uh, took his death really hard i still can't believe he was only 41 years old uh he seemed like he was around a lot longer than that so then you wonder how old was he not when he started uh wrestling because it's like wow weren't you around forever and of crazy i always liked him from the moment i saw him uh in wd uh he was a little fat uh compared to what and really sweaty compared to what he ended up uh, becoming and then of course that oddball tag team with akeem and doing the twin towers two totally different personalities but they became really good friends and good tag team and then ironically enough in retirement george gray aka akeem and one of my gang is now a prison guard himself.
1: <laughs> yeah, but big boss man, uh, he he was so agile for a big man, especially when he would get tossed over the ropes or clotheslined over the ropes. Um, I'm trying to—if that was a rum royal rumble or the one where he he does it so perfectly, he like hits his back then his then his face and like it just he he did uh, those moves so well 10 years ago uh George Gonzalez aka El Gallante in WCW and Giant Gonzalez in the WWF died due to comp- yeah, complications of diabetes in his hometown of San Martin Argentina he was 44 like he lived longer than the big boss man Uh, Born January 31st, 1966 in El Colorado, Argentina, Uh, Gonzalez suffered from giantism. He would stand 7'2 by the age of 16. He was the tallest Argentine uh, basketball player in history, making the Argentine national team in 85 and 88. He would be drafted by the Atlantic Hawks and would be drafted by the team in the third round in 1988. After a serious knee injury ended his basketball career, Hawkins' owner, oh, sorry, Hawk's owner Ted Turner uh, took a liking to Gonzalez. And after a year of training, Gonzalez made his wrestling debut as El Guiante. Years later, Gonzalez would be giant-sized by the WWF and added a full bodysuit with airbrushed muscles and bushy hair patches that scared many children, including myself. Uh billed as eight feet tall. He crossed paths with the Undertaker for most of his short career with the WWF. He would retire in 95. Yeah, they did a lot of wrong things with him in the WWF. Uh his bodysuit, you know, the airbrushing fine, but the fur patches, especially the one on the crotch, it was just uncalled for. Uh the the having Harvey Wimpleman. Harvey Wimpleman is good on a mic, but he, that's about it as as far as representing a guy like that i don't know what i think they needed someone a little stronger to be his spokesperson
0: yeah i think so too i never heard but at the same time i think harvey was uh to him what uh, tim white was to uh andre the giant mm. and more of an agent and assistant to him outside of the ring and in real life trying to get him through different uh, things that he needed to get done in life Uh, Mm -hmm. and Harvey is a renowned uh, Aaron uh, runner he still is doing that right now he helped out the rock uh, when he was uh, young like so I can see why they put them together because of their real life connection but on screen may not have been the best but if he was helping him outside he would be Needed to do it for the ring management as well, but uh, I also remember um, Gonzalez uh, being on a couple episodes of Thunder in Paradise.
1: Yes, and I, I think he was on a few other things um, because I mean the guy—you put us he hes thin enough that you can put him in a bodysuit. Yeah, and that was the thing with him is he was very tall and had big hands in that, but he wasn't built
0: um, uh, very well as far as muscles and all that. I wonder if he would have been brought in as the Yeti if uh, he'd still been active instead of Ron Reese. Personally, I think they should have just
1: made, he should have been a good guy really quick. Come in as a bad guy, be friended by somebody, and become a kid's character. A friend, like the... Over-friendly giant... Oh, well, actually, that'd be creepy. The overly friendly giant in that costume. Anyways, seven years ago on Raw from Memphis, Tennessee, Dolph Ziggler defeated The Miz to win the WWE IC belt. It would have been a happy 94th birthday to Thomas Charles Lasorda, a.k.a. MBL Hall of Famer Thomas Lasorda. And he was one of the ring announcers at WrestleMania 2 in 1986
0: for the main event of Hogan versus Bundy in the steel cage. Yeah,
1: the blue cage of death. Uh, September 23rd, 29 years ago, WWF tapes the 12th edition of Saturday night's main event. The show featured the formation of the mega powers with an awkward yet beautiful handshake in the premiere of Coco Beware's music video,
0: Pile Driver. Yeah, and that was when they were doing uh, and uh, on a construction site, and Arnold Scholin trapped in a uh, porta potty. Like, look at the beef there. That's a lot of big arms, including like, the jack- the, oh, the boss himself. Vinny well, Mack, Mack is in between uh, a superstar and uh, Morocco in the red. Oh, shirt. okay.
1: Well, the, I thought that I'm trying to think of who I, I thought that was. Uh, oh, his name will come to me at some point. Anyways, uh, 27 years ago, the Universal Wrestling Federation uh, returned for the first time since 1991. Uh, This 1999 card was called Blackjack Brawl from the MGM uh, Grand Garden Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. The show would air in progress uh, due to a baseball game running late. That's kind of bad luck for your first big event. Uh, the event featured a very in, uh, abre- in abbreviated uh, Herb Abrams, the UWF owner, and was voted Wrestling Observer's Newsletter's Worst Show of 94. On the card, there's lots of championships that changed hands. Dan Spivey defeated Johnny Ace to win the UWF Americans Championship. Missy Hyatt threw in the towel on behalf of Johnny Ace. Jack Armstrong defeated Mando Guerrero to win the UF a UWF junior heavyweight belt. Little Tokyo defeated the Kratty kid and not the Kratty kid uh, from uh, the Kratty kid movie uh, to win the UWF midget world championship. Tyler Maine defeated Stevie Ray to win the UWF MGM grand championship. Candy divine defeated Tina Moretti to win the vacated UWF women's uh, belt. The Killer Bees defeated the new Powers of Pain, being Warlord and Power Warlord. Do you know who Power Warlord was? No idea who Power Warrior was on that one. And they won the UWF World Tag Team Championship. Cactus Jack and Jimmy Snuka fought to a double countout in a Lumberjack match. And Dr. Death Steve Williams defeated Sid Vicious by DQ to retain the UWF
0: World Belt. Yeah, this is kind of a train wreck of a show. I believe it is available on YouTube. And so many titles. uh, Where Herb Abrams had enough money to uh, get all those belts made and run this show when he was spending all his money on blow hookers and uh, yellow uh, cowboy boots is beyond me. But, yeah, uh, he was also a subject of Dark Side of the Ring. And this guy is just a train wreck of a human being and trying to run his own organization yeah i think they may have gotten two definitely two events maybe pushing it to three before it all came tumbling down and i know being out of
1: money for his boots and blow (laughs) 25 years ago on nitro from cleveland ohio the Public Enemy uh, defeated Harlem Heat to win the WCW World Tag Team Championship. 20 years ago, WWF presented Unforgiven Christian defeated Edge to win the WWE IC belt. Rob Van Dam defeated Chris Jericho to retain the WWF Hardcore uh, Championship. Rhino defeated Tajiri to win the US belt, and Kurt Angle defeated Steve Austin by submission to win the WWF Championship. 19 years ago on Raw from Anaheim, California, Kane and the Hurricane defeated Lance Storm and Christian to win the WWE Tag Team belts. 18 years ago at a SmackDown taping in Philly, Tajiri defeated Rey Mysterio to win the WWE Cruiserweight Championship. Uh, and 11 years ago in New York City, Amazing Red defeated Jade Lethal to win the X Division Championship. And the end of the day, today would have been the 104th birthday of Rudolfo uh, Guzman Harata, aka legendary luchador El Santo, meaning the saint. He is credited with popularizing uh, wrestling in Mexico, much in the way uh, Rikinduzin did in Japan and Hulk Hogan would later do in the U.S., and that is it for this week in wrestling history, which is compiled from the vast land of Google, Wikipedia, Jim Cornette, CagesideSeats.com, and most importantly, from the fans and journalists that had front row seats to history. And a big thank you always to our sponsor, CoolBet, CoolBet.com and sports book betting
0: in casino games.
1: Stay cool and bet
0: responsibly. Excellent. Yes. Always thanking uh, CoolBet for being a part of our shows and uh, keeping us going. And uh, I want to thank you for being a part of this show. Um, As I said, we're a little late due to uh, my own personal issues going on with my flooding at my house. But we're going to get back on schedule with as much as we can. COVID things seem to be settling down. And regular life seems to be at least getting a better rhythmic schedule uh, for most of us. As I said, we're going to get the podcast uh, back. Uh, Stephen and I will be uh, discussing current events. Jonesy and I talking about the history, and we're hoping to get uh, back with the uh, Fantasy Warfare tournaments uh, going on. We'll see how that goes. And, of course, there's the uh, Predictions League. I'm going to catch up on the pay-per-view from last night uh, during the week and get all the points settled on that. So I thank everybody for joining us on YouTube and uh, Facebook. I'm hoping to have this out on Tuesday morning at the earliest, or the delay should I say, and uh watch it listening to us anywhere on Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart Radio, anywhere you get your podcasts from. Buy our t-shirts over at Pro backslash Scumbags Wrestling. And of course, uh download the John's Podcasting Network app where you get over 40 different uh podcast uh, shows, interviews, views, games. You name it, we got it uh, going on at the Johnners Podcasting Network. Um, I think that's about it. If I missed anything, we'll figure it out some other time on our next show and uh, give shout-outs to everybody that needs to uh, do that. So uh, stay tuned. Later on this week, should be back to a regular thing on Thursday at noon. Jonesy and I will be back with the following uh, schedule of the 24th to the 30th, I think it is, of September for uh keeping up with this week in history so thank you once again for joining us and we'll see you next time